0: Practical Wisdom with Aisha Hilton, transforming knowledge and wisdom into aligned action. Aisha Hilton from Practical Wisdom. I hope you're having a good day and hopefully a better day start to your day if it's morning than I've had. So I woke up at 4 am this morning in absolute agony. And I don't know if anyone has had diverticulitis, but it is like having a baby when you have a flare up. It is so, so painful. And I've got two children, so I feel qualified to talk about childbirth. So I woke up at four. I was just clutching my stomach in complete agony and I was really trying to escape the pain and by 6 a.m. I ran myself a hot bath, chucked in a ton of Epsom salts. I it in 25 kilo bag lots. So I've always got lots and I was hoping that the heat and the magnesium from the Epsom salts would make a difference to the pain I was feeling. I decided not to go on my phone or my iPad which I always do in the bath because I'm trying to be more present when I am having an experience but I did get my book um, that I'm reading by Rachel Jane Gruber who is the Art of Feminine Presence teacher that I've been working with and her book is called, Losing my voice now, her book is called Um, powerful and feminine and the funny thing is I was up to a part in the book where Rachel Jane went to her first ever Tony Robbins event and I don't know if you've been to a Tony Robbins event I haven't but I've heard about it from a lot of people and she had to walk on hot coals and there's 15 feet of hot coals out there in front of her and if they don't do it I think they don't do it at the end of the event they do it fairly soon into the event so she braced herself and was chanting in her head cool moss cool moss cool moss and she walked the 15 feet on hot coals and her feet weren't burnt so that was really nice and then she went to her next Tony Robbins event where she had to also work walk on hot coals and this time she was still afraid but she knew she could do it but as soon as she started to walk on the hot coals her feet got burnt She was quickly taken over to the first aid tent. She put her feet in a bucket of cool water and the person who was helping out in the first aid area said something like this. I I could have looked it up, but I haven't. So something like, um, you know, just feel into this experience and what is the lesson here? And then the helper went away and left her by herself with her feet in the bucket of water. So she tuned in, closed her eyes, and interestingly she came up with the thing that, no, first time she didn't get burnt and she was fine. The second time she got burnt and she was still fine. So that made me think about the stomach pain that I was experiencing that even though I'm in pain and quite a lot of pain and I'm still in pain now, so I think I'm doing a pretty good job of being on Facebook Live, but I will still be okay. And I think back to the times like a couple of years ago when I first had diverticulitis, I was hospitalised and, oh, gosh, it was agony and I didn't know what it was back then and I felt like I was going to die and I was on morphine. and But I got through it and just like I did when I had um, twice have been hospitalised for such extreme back pain. But I did get through it. And so I was thinking, what's the lesson here for me? So I sat with my pain. I put the book down. I've got a little stool that was my grandmother's who would have been over 100 by now. I put my book down and I just sat with the pain. I'd love to say that it lessened, but it really didn't. It was actually just as bad, even though I was giving my full consciousness to the pain. Anyway, I sort of had enough of giving it my full consciousness. So I picked up the book again. And then Rachel was talking about how she had also had severe back pain and it wasn't until she fully surrendered to the idea that what if this back pain never went away? What if she was always going to be in pain? And I know that a lot of my friends and people that I'm connected with um, have long-term chronic pain, whether it's fibromyalgia, MS. um, I've even got one beautiful friend who gets chronic migraines. And I really admire the fact that they keep going because it's very hard to think or focus on anything else when you're in so much pain. So I really want to, if you are one of those people who is in a lot of physical pain, I really want to honour you. That is really hard. I only get it for a couple of days or a week at a time. I don't know how you face it every day, but I want to acknowledge you for that. But the transition or the, the transformation came from for Rachel when she said, what if it never changes? And she thought, well, I could I could do my um, book writing by dictaphone and use an app. I could do more of my teaching through tele-seminars so I don't have to go anywhere. I would have to bring my social life into my home. And it was once she had fully accepted that maybe this was how it was always going to be and that she would pretty much be bedridden and in pain. And that's when the transformation happened, which is beautiful for her. But what if you have been in pain and you've surrendered to it and it still hasn't shifted? Well, that would be a lot harder. But perhaps there is a part of you that could surrender more. Like for me, I struggle with my weight a lot. I have lost and gained 25 kilos. I've got about 25 that I would love to release And I was thinking after I read that part of the book, what if I never lost the weight and I can't wear all the gorgeous clothes in my cupboard and I've only got the three outfits that fit me right now, what would that feel like? And it's sort of freeing because then you don't have to worry about always trying to fix it and maybe that is where there's an opening for transformation. So my invitation to you right now is to just tune into your body from head to toe or toe to head. And just feel where you do have pain, where you do have any areas of tension. And then also notice where you've got any areas of lightness or flow or spaciousness. And just give yourself permission and time just to be with your body. For me, when I tapped into my body this morning in the bath, I asked, so what is it that I need to know right now from this stomach experience? And interestingly, it was that since I'd done the Art of Feminine Presence, I'd really started to be in my body a lot. But then as time had passed from being in that beautiful, safe container where we're all very conscious of being in our bodies, I started to drift back to my head. And this was a reminder to get back into my womb space, to get back into my power center, which is, you know, around my stomach area, oddly enough. So that was a good reminder for me. So maybe just sit with your body, get back into your body. We have these beautiful bodies. And so many of us, me especially, I love to live up in my head. So I'm trying to bring my consciousness really, really firmly back into my body. So that's all I want to say today. I hope you have a wonderful day. And interestingly, while I've been speaking to you, when I first sat down, I was in absolute agony. But I said, just do it. You want to say this stuff. And I must say my stomach is feeling so much better. So thank you for witnessing that and participating with me in that. And I wish you a wonderful day. Much love. Bye. Practical Wisdom with Aisha Hilton. Transforming knowledge and wisdom into aligned action.